All right, guys, you hear it for your first. Uh, last week, it was uh, Avatar The Last Airbender with uh, our guest, Jade Robinson. This week, we're coming back with more. We have Legend of Korra. We have two people on the mic this week with Miriam Tunger, our producer, and Jade Robinson is back, and we're here. Welcome to Blurred Survival Guide. Top-tier introduction there, my co-host, Jeremy. Yeah, What's up, everybody? It's your co-host, Jay. Hey, it's your co-host, Jeremy. Welcome to another episode of Blurred Survival Guide. If you didn't catch it on the ramblings of the, the pre-introduction, we are talking about Legend of Korra. Miss Jade Robinson is back. Jade, how are you today? I am great. Hey. Great to hear it. How, and we got my girlfriend, our producer, Miss Miriam Tuniger. How are you doing? Y'all, I'm excited to finally be on the mic. On the mic? I have stayed Ooh. silent. Oh. I've been waiting. We've been, you've been waiting oh. like for your moment. Has there been some anticipation like from the listeners? <laughs> I feel like this is the episode that we've all been waiting for. Well, we always hear Miriam in the background. Like she'll, she'll throw a little sprinkle of a, of, yeah. a, of, a, of a thought, of an idea. Yeah. But now, now we got her on the mic. You're going to hear her live and in living color. And yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stay yeah. silent for this episode. We were talking about Legend of Korra and I couldn't, I couldn't stay in the back. Yeah, definitely, and it's like I said, we talked about uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender last week. It just—it's fitting that we just bring back our guests from last week, but also add an additional guest to discuss Legend of Korra, the the succeeder to Avatar: The Last Airbender. Four seasons in of a different Avatar, four seasons of different challenges, challenges, chapters. Yeah, you know, like I, I, this show, I find it to be like legitimately one of the most like I mean it's just a really good show like I I, I don't know like I, I love it in terms of the storylines the struggles I find it super relatable I think I find it more relatable than Atla personally that's me because they're older that's me oh yeah no they're, they're, they're like the creators are definitely like hey we saw that you like this kid show about Avatar and the right. four elements and all that what we gave you it's deeper darker older sister and been more mature, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And we're just gonna step on talk talk about some uh, some topics of more than just war. We're talking about the the inner the development, the, yeah, the development right. of of this this hard shelled avatar that just is ready to fight and go in and punch bags before anything else, and has to discover that the true avatar is within herself. You know what I appreciate appreciate about the show as a whole is that you know they could have picked it up from where we left off with Aang, maybe Aang as an adult. Okay. Like they could they could have continued Aang's storyline. And there was anticipation, right? There was like obviously Avatar the Last Airbender picked up a lot of audience favoritism. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a classic. We all love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's good because it's a favorite because it's good and like it holds up. It rings true. Facts. But Legend of Korra, they gave to us and was like, "What if we did this instead? What if you saw a female avatar?" And it wasn't just, you know, old, but it's a, an older avatar, but it's a female avatar, or it's the next avatar. And let's let's ring in this new generation with a female to look up to, right? This new, this new audience, we're pulling in the old crowd, we're pulling in the people who grew up with The Last Airbender. Right. But now let's bring in the new audience as well to look up to a female avatar. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing about it. Yeah. Because, I mean, we all had... We saw Kiyoshi and everybody like fell in love with Kiyoshi. You have all the the head canon and the the fan fix of of how Kiyoshi was as an avatar. But then we also have like Jade uh, told us last week the uh, the books, the uh, the rise of Kiyoshi and the shadow of Kiyoshi, and like the actual how she was in her time as the avatar. But now that we have Korra as the avatar, we get to see this as almost a modern take 
of like what if Avatar was in modern day, quote unquote? Because I mean, we are have we have the adventures of cars. And I mean, it's mech you have a and full on like industrial revolution that occurs. Yeah. Oh, like, definitely. Like in the I mean, time between the end of the first Avatar and the and the birth of the next one. You right. Know? Right. And I mean, I think what you were talking about, Miriam, and you too, Jeremy, it really speaks to like the spirit of the Legend of Korra, right? Like it, it's a show that is extremely progressive. It's about <laughs> progress. It's about you know what happens when things change and you know you're also like upping the level of technology the uh, the level of um information that's being shared across the world and, and you're seeing what happens be as the avatar like what happens like what happens mm-hmm. to your role as the avatar because it's a vastly different role than over a hundred years of avatars have experienced right right yeah. prior to now, we've all said our, our small pieces, uh, Jade, Miriam, and myself, but Jade, how do you feel about uh, Legend of Korra? <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one who didn't like it as much. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. We're, we're, we're not a, a, a hateful Expound. group in here. Expound. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I, I liked it, don't get me wrong, but I'm one of those people, I feel like, who thinks they could have liked it more if it wasn't presented the way it was presented, because, you know, like, it was... As new episodes came out, mm-hmm. they were only, like, released online, whereas, like, mm-hmm. when you were watching Atlug, you had to wait that, wait that whole week until right. the next episode right. and, like, sit down and, like, prepare yourself to watch it, where Cora was like, oh, new episode posted online, blah, blah, blah. It's just, like, it wasn't the excitement. And then, plus, I just feel like, and I feel like a lot of people also had to, like, realize this, whereas, like, with Aang... It was more so like traveling and like mm-hmm. you get like the whole experience of like going out and like learning new things with your friends where it's like chorus just like you know just a a teenager and I feel I mm. you know like mm. and no one really like likes a teenager because they're they're rude they're obnoxious whereas like Aang they're like a group of kids like going off on an adventure yeah. whereas like Cora and the gang was just like. It definitely has some more mature themes. I, f- yeah. I see what you're saying because, like, you're dealing with like, real, like boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 like real like, stuff. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Aang had true. a crush, and I mean, for yeah. real, he had a crush on Katara. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Mean, yeah. That, that blossomed into love, and we all are happy to see that happen. I mean, they got three kids out of it, and I mean, that's a cause a lot of drama. Clint, like in the episode we were just watching in Legend of Korra, apparently Aang was Aang had uh, favorites. Aang had favorites. Yeah. he was an <laughs> airbender, favorites. and yeah. Aang had to train him to be to li- to like keep the airbending going. I'm not saying that's okay. Well, because I mean, to was, neglect your other Tenzin children. was the second airbender ever, like since since yeah since mm-hmm. Aang. Like he was the second airbender. There yeah. were no other airbenders before right. Aang or right. after Aang because Aang was the last airbender. Tencent comes along because everybody's just like, oh my god, the no there's another race. one. The no yeah. There's race. another one. Yeah, save like, this it was, race of people. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad, but then again, like it's understandable because, yeah, he's yeah. gonna have to. He's got to nurture this. I mean, like a whole race. They weren't neglected. Yeah. Like he was still a good. Like he was a dad. I mean, he to provided. Them. Yeah. And then yeah, they had he, he they had Katara. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you had literally the the greatest healer of all healers. Yeah. Which I mean, one and one of the do- his her do- his daughters her daughters mm-hmm. Kaya Kaya yeah. is, a, is a waterbender as well. Yeah. Um, you know, when I think about this show, I mean, and here's the thing: it's like because it's a sequel, it's consistently compared, right? Like, right. I mean, like mm-hmm. these are. 
this is the nature of a sequel. Like you're gonna yeah. be, you're always gonna be comparing, and because it's also like a generational story, yeah. mm-hmm. with like that's bound to happen. Large, I mean, literal generational story. Yeah, with and I mean, Avatar from one Avatar to the next, but yeah, I mean, you know, in that uh, authentic anime theme mm-hmm. yeah. of generational story. I'm just happy that the creator, the whole team, was able to like continue the story. Mm-hmm. The only, the only biggest difference were like cast. Yeah, which this was a star-studded cast, I might add. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, y'all were talking. I mean, Aubrey Plaza. I mean, alone as uh, Mm -hmm. the uh, the the the, the, Espa, I believe her name. Espa, yeah, Yeah, the the sister to um her twin brother and the cousin to Katara. Yeah, and that knew exactly that was when I saw that. Oh yeah, you know that voice. Yeah, with pure, uh, (laughs) entirely recognizable. I mean, you had like Karen Chipka, who was the new Sabrina, the teenage witch. She played Janora. Uh, the daughter of Tenzin, you had uh, J.K. Simmons as Tenzin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. The yellow Eminem. Such a good <laughs> such a good voice for that role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, P.J. Byrne, which a lot of you may not know, but he was, uh, he's played a lot of, a lot of racist characters. Like, um, if you've seen them, he was the boss uh, of the, in, the engineer company. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. He played, uh, he played Bolin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Fascinating. He, he plays Bolin. <laughs> Jeff Bennett is a he's a voice acting legend. Uh, you've known him from Disney movies. He was the uh, Bradley Uppercut the Third. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's also <laughs> who, played, uh, who did he play? Jeff Bennett. He played Bradley Uppercut the Third. He plays the uh, the radio announcer. The, the oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he plays another a multitude of voices in the show. Um, he also plays in previous. I mean, the radio uh, show is like literally like he's the, literally in every the episode narrator. because he's, yeah. he sets the he sets the vibe for the entire show. Yeah, I'm but, still stuck on this Bradley Uppercrust. Yeah, yeah. The same guy yeah. Played John, like that's what? the same guy. Like Bradley Uppercrust the third is also Johnny Bravo is also uh, who else does he play? Get out of here. Yeah, Jeff Bennett is his Come voice. Here, if, mama. if you hear it, you will you would not like Johnny Bravo. Uh, Yo, Sammy Sam and uh, one of the older uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. Huh. Um, he was actually in Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, Red Tornado and Young Justice. Okay. What? Going through him, going through him. Clearly, this man has a vast catalog. As yeah. you give me like the list, I'm like hearing it. Yeah, in you're my hearing head, the voice. I'm like, yeah. the symbol, I see I, it I now. I love voice actors for this reason. You know, I mean, when we met Jim Carnes a, a few like a couple years ago, pre-pandemic. I mean, it, it was just like one of those moments when you're just like, hey, man, Rob Paulson. Oh. I mean, Ron Paulson, I mean, he voiced your childhood, like, yeah. it, hands down. And I mean, it's just really cool to hear those. I have a question for the, for the team. Okay. So because it is always compared, what's your favorite and least favorite part of Legend of Korra and why? Oh. Uh, let's take it around the room, uh, Maria. I think, I think Jay should go first. Yeah, yeah, as our... Yeah, yeah, as our guest in the house. Pressure. No, come on, it's okay. The least favorite and and, and your favorite. favorite and your favorite in whatever order you choose. And I mean, I, I think it's natural to have these kinds of things about it. Uh, my least favorite. I didn't like how it ended. Mm. Then walking into the spirit world. Hand yeah, in hand. I wanted more. Mm. You wanted it to be. Okay. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at least at least one more episode. This one we should have gotten a movie on. I mean, we could have been. I mean, we could have. You know, it's one thing to be. uh, What's the word? Um, Performative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's another thing to be poignant. And I mean, it it was a bit performative. I agree. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it did officially announce that like Asami and and sure bisexual. Ten years later, or whatever. Immediately after the after it ended, they're in the comic books. Mm -hmm. 
So. Oh, okay. And what's your favorite thing? Okay. My favorite thing, I guess. <laughs> I guess how like. I don't know. Come back to me on that. All right. <laughs> we can cool, do cool. these favorite things first around the room. Okay. Me favorites. So yeah, and then do favorites. Okay. So clockwise, counterclockwise? Go you first. Yeah. All right, least favorite. I got to hear y'all's first. Least favorite, I would have to say, is the... And I know y'all talked about it last week, but, like, I I didn't enjoy it, and I kind of fell asleep on, like, those three episodes, was the the story of the first Avatar. It... In my opinion... I mean, it was... That was your least? It's it's an interesting story. I liked how it happened, but it was... I'm upset. Shocking. I'm hurt. It, yeah, I'm upset. No, it, my, we're I'm about, sorry. It, 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 we're about to contradict. This is a hot topic. It is. Wait, you're not part. alone in this one. You're not alone in this one. A lot of critics, a lot of people don't like that season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, it, like I said, I, I fell asleep. Because I knew it was happening. I have seen it before, of course. I know the story of the first Avatar. And you were fine to like, you were like, all right, I can. Right, I can just skim through this part. Because, I mean, it's, I it's one of those, if you already know it. Like, you, you only, it's one of those you only need to see once. Even if you do watch some TV shows where you watch what over and over. What about it, don't you like? Um, it kind of felt like it was, even though it's, it's, it's a backstory on the first Avatar. Right. The show is called Legend of Korra, so I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that these three episodes had to focus on that one. It was almost like a, a bad filler in my opinion, where those fillers that like lasted a little bit too that. long. I hear that. Yeah, I, I could. I, I would have preferred it had it been like one episode, one maybe just two yeah, episodes, one maybe two, and like or one or and sporadic a half. throughout a couple of episodes, right? Yeah. Just to see, or yeah. just its own show. Yeah, or that yeah, instead of trying been, to st- that would have been a good yeah, tr- instead of trying to stick a whole a whole series into three episodes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that's probably my least favorite of the entire respect. series. I respect that. That's I respect justified. That. I think. I think. Yeah, you protect. You defended that well. Yeah, I put my foot down. On All right. You defend that well. You defend <laughs> that well. I um, get off me. All right, you're <laughs> Yeah. So like, you've got a really good one, and I don't know how to follow it. Uh, you got it. You got it. So, I don't know, man. Like, I really do love this show. And I love the animation of it. I love a lot of the parts of it. But I guess, like, there's a lot of characters in, the, in Legend of Korra compared, to, in my opinion. It is. It's it more character building. More, there's than, a lot more characters in, in Legend of Korra to keep track of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, they all play a really significant role. That's true. I mean, I mean then, like, a lot of ways. I mean, you've got, like, I mean, first of all, like, Bolin and Mako's family. The, the like, that, goes. they kind of, like, just dip out on them halfway through the first <laughs> season. For real. Like, with the sep- like, like, when they go and save, um, they save them from, uh, oh, what? From the fire? From Bossing Bo Say or Bo whatever. Bo yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, like, season three. Was I here? And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think that they, like, I mean, I just find, I mean, I know it's about the Avatar gang, mm-hmm. but, like, they throw a lot of these random characters in. And it was I like, mean, we see this entire family, it's like, all right, you're going to stay in this, uh, this nice house for yeah, the rest of the series. It, and that's it. And <laughs> we'll, that's we'll see you in our little clip show in season four, but that's about it. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Precisely. And yeah. I mean, so that, that, I find that a little bit more frustrating. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to find something about the show that I don't really I mean, no, you got it, though. You, you hit the nail on the head with, like, just the amount of the character building, period. Because, I mean, you have the initial Avatar gang with Korra, Mako, Bolin, and Asami. But then yeah. you spread from that. You have Varric and Julie. You have uh, Unalak and... 
the, the and, father. And, yeah, and, Matu. And, you and, have and Tenzin, Tenzin the whole, his family, whole family. Nori, Iki, Milo, yeah. uh, Pema. You have uh, Ugi. The, the, all the bisons. Yeah, all the bisons. <laughs> Just literally. Blueberry yeah. Spice and all. Whatever the heck they're called. <laughs> you have the villains, and those villains have names, and so the villains, villains that, have names. And yeah. So I find that part very, like somewhat frustrating. So yeah, yeah. no, I get it, because... Like, even when I just try to name off all the characters, you, you, we have issues you trying lost. to remember exactly. who is who. The Bay Fongs. All the Bay Fongs. All of them. When we just had Toph, now we have... Opal. Opal. Well, that, that's all we remember. That's all I remember. <laughs> and what's her name? Yeah. And really, the only reason we remember Opal is because Allison Stoner did her voice. Right. True. Which is dope. And then she was with Bowen. Yeah. Yep. That's the best shit Bowen has. Yeah. You said it. You said it. That's the way we remember the wolf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said it. Mm-hmm. Well, facts. My least favorite thing would have to be that it, at times it moved slowly. I would say that mostly about the first and second. Well, and third. <laughs> the and fourth, fourth season is well, yeah. <laughs> they, it all had it all had moments that were kind of slow, but to yeah. me, counter that it also like there was a lot of great character building within that mm-hmm. but it it did move really you can, you can definitely skip a few episodes yeah yeah you know it's one of those and shows that I anything. after right. I watched it which I I do say Jade I think you you made a good point earlier when you said that the way it was aired mm-hmm. you know was I didn't watch it live I watched it years later like I waited mm-hmm. a long time because I was skeptical and, on Netflix. and now I and now I love it I don't even remember how it was released. I was skeptical too yeah. But yeah, so like watching it well, the first time after I binge it all the way through, now it just stays on in the background. Mm-hmm. You know right, what I mean? Right. And I mean, there are episodes that I'm like definitely watching now. harder mm-hmm. than others, but it does move. It does move slow. Like y'all literally just defended my argument again about the yeah OG Avatar. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I don't like to compare them. I don't like when people compare. Avatar and, and Katara. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think they I'm come at different times. I think they come yeah. at different times, and I think they they tell different types of stories. I mean, you have to realize these are. Oh, I meant like them as the Avatar, like a lot of people yeah. don't realize is that they are, even though they are the same person, they are still different. People. Very different. Yeah. Like you have Aang, who was a monk, who was air nomad, but, who was twelve, twelve, <laughs> and now you have Korra, who literally was arguably, arguably is no, a was better raised, like who got to be avatar. raised yeah. as the avatar, Ar- and arguably is a better avatar. Yeah, that's a hard case. It I is was wondering case. who who is the better avatar. I don't. Like, I don't so that's why I'm saying I don't like. Com- I don't like comparing. That's a whole episode. The hard part. Well, who the better avatar is. Well, the hard part about it is, is you you miss so much information. In like regard to how Aang is the is like a great avatar because Avatar as the avatar like you know he he did great he things. created I mean he was he's he created Republic City he rec- he united all the technology uh, the nations, is capable like, because of him technology yeah. has advanced sure. entirely like to a different so the one time that we see the one time that we see Avatar crew. yeah but the one time we see Aang like being OP Avatar status was the series finale with yep. the the war. Yeah, the the war of the fire nation and him fighting uh, fire lords. Uh, not Ozai. Ozai. Yeah, Ozai. Ozai. And arguably, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jade. No, you got it. No, I mean arguably though, Katara, <laughs> you don't see her being older either, and what she does later on in life. Mm-hmm. But like of what we saw of of Katara and what we saw of Aang, Katara is the better avatar. I I'm still having a difficult ch- time with this, and I'll tell she, you, really because I mean you see where the world goes between. 
Yeah, we don't know who's the avatar after Katara. We don't know. No, but like you, see, you just see how the world like progressed in a certain way to like have like the lasting effect on society that Aang has. You don't see that for Katara. Yeah, it's not fair. No, I mean like the end of her her whole arc or her whole show. I mean, she brings the spirit world back. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that like was a big change where. Avatar: the Last Airbender was more about the world bending and, yeah. or yeah, I mean, not world, but the 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 world expansion and like we get to see this yeah. entire world and the, the end of the Hundred Years War and everything. Right. So we actually get to travel the world and see it, like Jay said. Like it's more of a traveling story. We see all of that. Well, Whereas then, Korra, Legend of Korra, they are basically you see them in Republic City, and then the Air Temples. And that's the uniting of the benders and the non-benders. Like yeah, they, this whole Legend of Korra is all about equality. Mm-hmm. That's In what the whole ways. series about. Oh, for sure, for sure, it's about equality. Yeah. And just like the the the, it's almost a, a Simpson esque kind of deal with it, like not predicting the future, but it kind of did. Oh as man! It, like, it parallels to like today's society. Yeah, just yeah. different like different aspects of the show. I mean, the first one you have the Equalist with the mod, and you have all of them and you see these protests happening and you see the protests happening in real life today and that show came out about 10 years ago yeah. you have uh, season 3 with here and his whole movement and like you have the protests or no like see, let me go back to season 2 with the civil war yep. uh, right. of the water tribes the but then you also like once they get to Republic City and like they're trying to get all of them to go along with the southern water tribe you have this peaceful protest that turns into a riot yep. insurrection in, 20, in 2021 right. And then you have Zaheer and his, and that's probably one of my favorite things when we start going around the circles. Uh, but we'll get, I'll get back to that with Zaheer. And then like season four with actual, uh, with uh, Kubira going across the, the entire United Earth Kingdom trying to make yep. the United Earth world, essentially. And that was essentially, hey kids, we're going to tell you about World War II, but <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's it's interesting how they, how they Well, did. you know, they, they, they impressively, impressively, bring together all of these like themes and I mean like historic like draw lines between historical events because you know history repeats itself like, right we, we know that like it, it's, it's bound to happen and they really do a great job of simplifying it into like a story that is easily digestible by you know eight to however year olds mm-hmm. you know like it, I mean it, it like I said they address so much I mean the, from the very minute issues of relationships uh, between two friends or two lovers uh, to like relationships between like kingdoms and like entire uh, countries and I mean it's it's, a, it's very anime-esque in how they manage to ha- draw these lines and um, so I think the series is more anime-esque than and uh, I mean like, that's the, that's, there's a that's lot of argument figure. around like yeah. whether or not you could call Avatar a legitimate anime and I mean I call it I, I respect that. I respect it. Because, I mean, you know, it's not the same. It's just not the same. It, it, there's yeah, some, of, some Most of the styles are equivalent to, like, Asian anime. But right. more, it's, it's more of that Americanized anime where, like, like, yeah. the, newer, like the newer Pokemon is, like, you can tell it's made Oof. in, like, California rather than, yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, um, I'd like to redact my uh, least favorite thing. And correct it. Please do. My least favorite thing about this show is the friend group that loves to date each other. <laughs> I had a feeling it was coming when you said friend group. Yeah, uh, I remember. <laughs> that is my least favorite thing. Uh, so, it, you know, it's that friend group at every high school 
that just or dates each school. other. They all date each other. And if you are a high schooler currently and you are in that friend group, I implore you, please get out. Do don't just be better. Be better. Do better. Do better because Do guess better. what? In ten years, you're probably not all going to be friends with each other, or you're going to be friends with one of the per- people in that friend group. And you didn't date them. Or you might marry that person because this is the South and people do that. I, sh- sure. If you're not Ye- married to them. Yeah, can I stress this enough? Ha. Yeah. All right. Hail That's Satan. all. <laughs> so, uh, Jade, favorite thing? Um, I guess the favorite thing would be the villains in each yes. season. Because, you know, in Avatar, it was like just one specific villain, That's one specific goal. That's facts. Where like each season in LOK, you got a new villain and then Korra trying to like adapt. You 100% stole so, my shit. I'm sorry. I'm not. Like, I mean, that might be playing. just an all around answer. <laughs> going, going back to like which Avatar is the best, I feel like you can't really compare because, right. like I said, Aang just had like one specific mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Korra had like. I disagreed at first, but then after I rewatched it, I was like, Cora Loki had like problem after problem, villain after villain, where she could not recover. And I feel like that kind of like made her character development, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Especially like in the last season when she, like with Kubir and her, like she's finally coming to realization and like, you know getting connected with the spirit world and all that other mm-hmm. stuff so right i would i would say like villains were top tier yeah i mean so here is just like a legend. oh yeah, yeah. Hey, don't even don't don't steal my answer because that's my answer let me go what's back. your answer talk about what your favorite thing is my favorite thing about electric car is i'm bouncing off the villains is here best villain probably one of the best villains i've seen on tv Bro, and when he like, went he in true. with the queen with the queen of boxing tape that's my favorite episode it was the darkest episode it's probably the darkest episode on Nickelodeon ever. I was I was thinking about that on the way here I was like yeah. you think about Nickelodeon you don't see no darkness no nothing and then Not you really, watch really. that episode really. you're just like so we going there right like I mean, he's a master, bro like no, he, what he did was like he with his new air, newfound airbending powers he took the air out of her yeah. lungs wrapped it around her head and let me find this quote real quick because literally it, suffocated her yes with her own breath with her own oh, breath oh. with her own breath That's dark. i first saw that and i was like damn bitch <laughs> yeah, like, you're a villain villain damn i felt sorry for her but at the same time i was like I mean, she was the worst like we know she, that was. she was the worst and i mean i'm not saying that you gotta just go and that's not the right way to go about you know the exchange of power but she was also a queen and that's just how yeah. they typically die yeah. or that's how they typically go out like we, we don't just what's her nephew's name? <sighs> Prince uh, or King Prince Wu that's Prince Wu as he so elegantly put my great aunt the <laughs> <laughs> here we go here's a, here's a quote that's a here dead before he choked Choked life out of that choke. One eight hundred choked that hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, "You think freedom is something that you can give or take on a whim, but to your people, freedom is just as essential as air. And without it, there is no life. There is only darkness." I was like, "Damn, that is, that is dark." I she love got it. she got ready to say something, and then she, he was just like, "Nope, snap." <laughs> snap. Like Ursula, like give me your voice. He went. Hush. I was sitting there. I was like, they showing this on Nickelodeon? <laughs> oh, you know they have to like, keep it safe. So they slowly panned up. That's why I was she, online. Like, her life, her uh-huh. life was, was taken uh-huh. out of her. Like, all you saw was that hand, and then it disappeared. And I'm like, oh, 
Oh, she gone. She gone. That's why they released it on online. Yup, because that that's one of the darkest. That was one of the darkest moments of Nickelodeon. One of the darkest moments on television for children, and I love it. That's my favorite episode. That was my favorite villain. Period. Blood bending though. She got zero. I was thinking about that. Blood bending. God damn. I mean, like you got air in your blood, fam. And he found a way to yeah. bend it. Yeah. <laughs> like. I mean, they found a way to bend it without the full moon. That, that was. Yeah. That, yeah. Was the, that was it. Yeah. That, was, that, yeah. One, that one crazy bitch. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real uh, quick. I guess my my favorite part about the show is definitely like the the relatability of it. Like to watching it like as opposed to. Like, I hated uh, the relatability. <laughs> I, I don't want to feel something. I don't want to relate. Take me out of real life, please. That's what I love about TV. That, yeah, I do. I do want to go into a world where I can just. I like. Be happy what, I mean, I find that to be like comforting. Personally, I'm like, all right. Someone else was like thinking about it. Like someone else was like, this like is, me. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I love as as I do love representation, and so I mean, like. I think that, like, the realness of the show, like, I mean, I, I appreciated that aspect of it. Because, I mean, you couldn't really relate to Avatar. It was just like, all right, this is a story. I feel like that's why people like it more. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I mean, that's it, takes you, fair. it takes you out of reality. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. completely fair. I'll watch anime for that, though. It's coming. I'll watch anime. So, are awesome. you saying it's not an anime? Tom, Tom, Tom. I mean, I'll, I'll acknowledge what Jade said and give it the honorable mention. <laughs> honorable mention. <laughs> it, it's not for this reason. No, yeah. I mean, like, it, it, the reasons why it's not an anime, I mean vary from the art style to like the storyline style sure. like yes it's generational sure but it's not like so we're getting like Tenzin's backstory we're getting Aang's backstory we're like we're not filling gaps of time with like obnoxious filler as Jeremy put but like we're not we're not getting that I mean that's not I mean in, in, in large part that's the, the essence of a good anime is like the sure. le- the, the the unlimited ability, the seemingly unlimited ability to intertwine stories mm-hmm. um, of the individual characters to the main storyline. And I mean, they don't do that well. Like I said, they <laughs> kind of just abandon other people. Totally true. Like, I mean, hell, shit. Like, you, you they really abandoned my dude. They, they gave him an upgrade now, mind you, but they abandoned my dude with the cabbages. And like, oh, yeah, he got, he got like, the, the whole he empire. Got, the, he got, the empire. I want to know how he oh got an empire. I have my cabbage shirt on. I forgot I even wore it. Hey. Hey, my, my cabbages. cabbages. My cabbages. No, I mean, like, yeah, for real, like, they just, they just yeah. jump ship. <laughs> yeah. they, they don't even touch it. I think, I think my favorite thing about Legend of Korra is probably season two, and it's her journey into the spirit world. Yeah, that when she's a baby when she's a little kid. Having to learn to love your inner child. And give your inner child the needs, the things that she didn't get is something that we as women (laughs) have to do to heal. And seeing that representation on screen was like so moving and very emotional. I cried so much. I cried a lot. I cry every time I watch that episode because it's, it's so beautifully done. And like the fact that she had to go into the spirit world, like, oh, Yes, let me heal, heal from my ancestral trauma. Let me heal the trauma of That's my generations, real. like, of past generations, like, of my ancestors, of the women who made me. Like, that is such a beautiful story arc to me. And as a woman, I can't not talk about it. I could talk about it all day. If you want a whole 
podcast episode about that, let me know and I'll I'll do it. Because uh, that <laughs> shit gets me going. I just do love about that that whole arc too is that we got the return of the OG go Iro. Uncle Iro. Uh, Uncle as, Iro. as her spirit guide. I'm like mm-hmm. so fitting. The man Truly. was trying to find a new uh, I mean, the show, you know, the show does. The show does like, some oh. dope stuff, like d- make some dope moves with like bringing back your favorite uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender characters. Like, I mean, and- Prince Zuko, Uncle Iroh, Toph. Um, they brought back Dante Vasco, the voice of Zuko, to play General Iroh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the, in the, uh, the Fire Nation's army. And I'm like, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, the they whole, did. The whole arc between the you know the original good and the original. Bad, like mm-hmm. uh, what are their names? Um, Vatu and Vatu uh, and um, Unalak. No, no, the, no. The, the woman, the 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 the, fi- the, the good Rava, 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 Rava. Okay. Rava. That whole thing is cool. I mean, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful story, and yeah. oh, it's incredible. Um, beautiful metaphor. So anyway, that's my time. <laughs> the OG yin and yang before the koi fish. Yeah, the Ugh, it's just then, so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, moon spirits. And I love, I love the story of the original <laughs> Avatar, but I do, I would want more of it. I would, I, I would. I feel like love. that would be like a really good show on its own. I agree. I hundred percent agree. The, ki- oh. the the continued adventures of Aang. No, of uh, the first Wan. of Wan Avatar One. Oh, you want Wan? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what you. we're talking about. I can just read the comic books for Aang. Like, You're right. I mean, you got the OG, like if we dig it, like all of them. I want all of them. I want all the original. All, all, I want the. I want all of them. I mean, like if you just get Avatar, the first Airbender, like or not first yeah. Airbender, but like the, the first, first Avatar, Avatar like, right? Yeah, just Avatar. Period. That's already <laughs> not, a, not the movie. That's already a James not, 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 not James Cameron. Cameron. No. Nah, nah, because nobody remembers that. Movie. Everyone was confused by that. Let's be real. That's another reason I hated the other movies that we're not going to discuss on this podcasting yet. <laughs> but we can go on and on. We can go on and on. Now, what we're going to do now is take a quick break. You're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Then we'll be right back with the weekly blurb. Be right back, guys. Bye. It's time for the weekly blurb. And we're back. Again, 9 out of 10. Hey. On that impression. All right. You know, I try to impersonate a person impersonate. But uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And uh, we're going to start the weekly blurb off right with our guests. Both of them. Uh, Miriam, you want to head us on into the... Yeah, I'll kick us off with the weekly blurb. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about our holiday <clears throat> fundraiser with Blurred Over. Yeah. We are raising money through our cash app um, for families in Birmingham. Uh, for It's the holiday season, and as you know, there are a lot of people who um, cannot afford to buy Christmas presents for all of their children or for the people in their family. So we're raising money alongside Blurred Over to help support those families this holiday season. So if you'd like to donate and help out some families, you can send money over to our cash app. Um, our cash app is Blurred Survival Guide, all one word. And no no donation is too small, so um, anything will help you guys. And the donations will close on December 18th. So, yeah. And what are, what are, what are kind of uh, benefits or... Uh... Oh, yeah. And we have a little giveaway. <laughs> giveaway. For the first person to donate to our cash app you will receive a blurred survival guide sticker it's a perk it's a perk it's a perk and it's you perk. can uh, With perk perkins you can check out those uh, stickers on our Redbubble. 
Red Buble. Red Buble at <laughs> Blurred Survival Guide. So, well, yeah. thank you very much, Miriam. Jade, what is your weekly blurb? Um, mine is on Teen Wolf. Oh. oh. I don't know. Ha- if, hashtag oh. throwback. Yeah, I don't know if you guys like kept up with the show, but you know it's been ten years since it's premiered, and I follow all of the cast on Instagram. Tyler Posey. Yes, the Tyler Posey. I am heavily invested in their lives. So I recently found out—not recent, but it was like back in September. They're coming out with a Teen Wolf movie. Shut oh. up. They are. In yeah. 2022. Well, they all look the damn same anyway. And it's going to be on Paramount Plus. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I so, yeah, you, I, I am excited. So, I don't know about y'all. I love or Tyler our Posey. listeners was, out there. But Tyler team. Posey is a... He sings now, right? Like, yeah, he, does, he's a, he has a whole band. Wow. Oh. Like, yeah. He doesn't do... Like acting. acting anymore. Well, like he, he goes and performs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dylan O'Brien is AKA Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to. He Shout was out. almost Spider Man. Was, was he really? really? Mm, he was in a running for uh, the the. I can see the that. New MCU Spider Man. I can see that. Wow. Literally, he was the top three were him, Tom Holland, and Asa Butterfield from Sex Education. The what? main character. Yeah. What? Those wow. are the three. Those were the top three I for mean, MCU Spider Man. I mean, I'd like to see him get swole. Antle, but uh, Tom Holland is so wow, or Dylan O'Brien. Wow, yeah, those are your top three Spider Man candidates before Tom Holland got the gig. So, like, how many seasons of Teen Wolf were there? Because I remember like six, I remember four. It was six. It got you know, that's where we got our Superman for uh, CW, Tyler Hecklin. He was, yeah, 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 Yeah. also one of my baby daddies. He was like the. I have a list. Hey, Tyler, <laughs> a full my, list. Tyler Hecklin, come on the show. I ain't even trying to call like call people out, but like I, I know certain people who have lists of things of of, of people. So yeah, we I'll we ain't stop go, there. We ain't gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can big mouth this all day. Like everybody got a list. <laughs> everybody, got, everybody got a list. <laughs> if you want to binge, it is on Hulu. It's a really good show. I know John. That was a uh, that's one of his favorite TV shows. Dude, I watched the shit out of it when it was on MTV. I it was, watched it. It was really I was, good. I was because it was like Teen Wolf and then like Hard oh Times my, of R.J. Burger. Oh my god! And I, was, oh, I watched Hard Times of R.J. Burger. Oh my god! That show. That show. It had Annie Milanakis on it. It was mad dumb. Yeah. It was so dumb. I didn't watch MTV at my house because parents. Right. But I watched it online. And Teen Wolf was never online. Yeah. So I could never watch it. I always wanted to because, man, don't you, you, don't, yeah. don't you think I saw them YouTube compilation videos? It was for Dylan a while, O'Brien. but then it took it off. <laughs> man, we might have to watch some Teen Wolf. It's I, really I, good. I, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed the it's show. Really a few good. episodes I watched on the way to California with John were intriguing. Really? Yeah. But I will He's say. Like, he binged it on the way. <laughs> I will say season six, it was good, but it was very lackluster. How was the ending? When did it end? What year did it end? I think this is why we were having the movie 10 years later. Right. What year? <laughs> was it a writer's strike end movie? No. TV it was show? later than that. It was after the writer's strike. Movie Way after. It, it came out 2011. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Six okay, seasons so later. So that's about 2016, 2017. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Pretty recent. I mean, it went through our high school because I watched it in high school is when I watched mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we were in college when it ended. I didn't tell nobody. Look at all these beautiful show. people. <laughs> No shame. Yeah, that cast, all of them were very attractive, and I didn't get it because how you get all those attractive people in one town one show? 
It's like a cast of the CW, but on MTV. I'm, exactly. I'm trying to remember how he became a wolf, and I knew it was like this. Some dude he was that... bit by Derek's uncle. Oh shit, Derek! Tyler Hickman, yeah. Superman. Oh, yeah. His his uncle, his, uh, yeah, because his uncle was like an alpha. Yeah, because uh, the alpha. That's like a thing, right? Like that becomes his... like a, a a part of the show. The whole the show become... like who becomes yeah. an alpha? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, when he was an alpha, but then when his family had, like, died in that fire, he was burned really bad. Yeah. And he yeah. was, like, what is it? In a coma. Right. But he was, like, awake. He was, like, his, recovering, too. Yeah. And his instincts oh, took over. Yeah. Oh. His instincts took over, and he was, like, just straight up wow. animal. And then, like, yeah. the night uh, Scott and Styles were out, that's when he got bit and... There you go. Got it. Got it. I'll have to give that a watch for sure. Well, I'm really going to reboot of Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. No, I'm it's got the right amount of like <laughs> what? dark thriller. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Teen Wolf. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the classic Teen Wolf. Yeah. Before the MTV. It's really good. <laughs> If you really like supernatural stuff, I watch I all of supernatural. supernatural. Mm, no. <laughs> I dig on that. I dig on that. Uh, I guess it's my go. You go ahead, buddy. All right. Well, now that we we've discussed. Hunky teenagers. Let's go to another hunky teenager himself, <laughs> Tom Holland. Congratulations, sir. Yeah, the uh, it, it is Monday when we're recording tonight because work reasons. Go Amazon. Woo. Um, but yeah, to, the tickets for Spider Man No Way Home just dropped on the internet Monday. I've seen all these posts on Facebook where people have bought them. It's 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 an ordeal. But Are we going? We'll be in. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll be in Virginia, so we might see it on the way out from Virginia. Okay. I plan to see it the opening weekend. So there you know. go. But yeah, but uh, there was recent news before the trailer came out, before the uh, tickets dropped and everything, that Tom Holland, he would say in a couple of interviews, that um, this trilogy of Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home is an end of an era for Spider-Man. And that made that had a lot of people thinking, oh, is he done? Because, I mean, of course, right. he doesn't want to be typecast as, like, a high schooler slash, like, growing into the Spider-Man uh, universe. Like, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man for 20 years and actually become, like, Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider-Verse. Right. Um, but that was, that was a lot of speculation on that. But recently, since the tickets have dropped on Monday, um, there have been the producer of, the, of Sony Pictures says that, this is not the last of our MCU movies, which means that we're going to be seeing more Spider-Man. More than likely, we're going to be seeing more Tom Holland. He probably did renegotiate his contract, so we're going to see him probably, hopefully, in like the Young Avengers as like a mentor since he was the youngest Avenger with the OG Avengers. Right. And I mean, he's already been through so much in the technically five years that he's been Spider-Man. I mean that's like a quote from that movie, right? Like he's like had like it's in the trailer that he's saying that he hasn't had uh, a here's normal a, yeah, day. Felt, yeah, literally the first since quote. like he became since he, well since he told MJ that he was Spider Man, it was like well he hasn't had a normal like that was the first time he had a normal week, and yeah, so perfectly, well not even perfectly, it's like we're getting ready to make the next Spider Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel, which means we're we're gonna be seeing more Spider Man, and I'm very happy, and that's my yeah. Fangirling over here because I, I I love I love me some Tom Holland Spider Man. He was the the best of both worlds as Peter Parker and as I respect Spider Man. I respect it, that opinion. I'll always respect that opinion. It works. Well, I'm having to round us out. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of a fan you guys are of Kevin Hart. 
But, I mean, historically, <laughs> he has a massive appeal across the, the country, across the world. At least in 2008, yeah. I mean, bro, I mean, <laughs> to start from soul playing to the level of stardom that he reached through his stand-up. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's point. impressive. It's <laughs> impressive. Um, but we get to see him return to his acting skill set in a new uh, Netflix limited series called... Uh, True story. True story. And I really, I mean, like, so, like, I've seen Kevin Hart act in Soul Plane. Mm-hmm. I saw him act in, like, Epic Movie, which was... An awful Oh, he was a superhero movie. It was a superhero movie. He was a superhero movie. movie. Yeah, with, superhero with Drake movie. Bell as, uh-huh. like, the dragonfly. <laughs> yeah, and he plays, like, the, the masochist from, um, uh, uh, um, what's it freaking called? Um, was it, like, Ace Ventura or something? No, 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 it was, uh, that, uh... The Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. Oh my yeah. god! He plays, yeah. he plays like a white face character from The Da Vinci Code. It's weird. It's it's weird. Weird. He does some weird stuff in his early career. He right. did. Like, he did. Soul Plane was the most normal thing he did, and then a couple Sandals, and then he did a lot of skit comedy yeah. TV movies but and everything did, yeah, like that. Like, that, that, that whole era of like it was in a couple super, of, like the super, the 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 blank movie. Movies, yeah, like yeah. He was in Modern Family. That movie had a role in Modern Family. He had yeah. He did. Yeah, he was the black neighbor. What? Get at the town. end of it, it's at the end of a season where like it's, they look over. I'm pretty sure that's Modern Family. Something. He played the black neighbor in some sitcom show. I'm pretty sure it was. No, it was Modern sure. Family. It was we Modern Family. Yeah, together. yeah, it was Modern uh, Family. But you see him come back, reoccurring too, as a uh, yeah. as a great. I mean, I love the role that he plays because it's really meta. He plays a comic that uh, is on the upstart of his career. He's literally just done like the. Biggest movie. It's made a billion dollars in the box office, and he wakes up in next to a woman who's dead in bed mm-hmm. with him, and it jump starts this sequence of events with like twists and turns, um, uh, resulting from like his relationship with his brother and um, you know the people that his brother's been involved with while he's had his career. His brother's living this whole other life, the opposite version, basically. <laughs> Um, and like just being he's known for being a sponge off his brother just being a nuisance or whatever and his brother's played by Wesley Snipes right and his brother's played by Wesley Snipes and uh, I mean it, it's a it's a it's a stressful TV series but it's also a funny TV series and it's um Doesn't really it like exciting humor? say what is there a dark humor in there or there's a lot of dark humor there's a lot of uh on the nose because like you know just slapstick from like Kevin Hart's perspective I think Mm -hmm. and then uh, I mean I I found it to have just some like some solid situational humor that maybe he's experienced as like a famous comedian and, and or as a celebrity in general, mm-hmm. and so like that's a big that's a part of the of the comedy that's within it as well. So I mean I I recommend it. I watched it in two days because it's pretty easy to watch. It's thirty minute episodes, mm-hmm. um. So like that that was something that I actually appreciated about it. I was like it's, I mean there's a lot that happens, but it's really quick and I short mean, and sweet. And yeah, gets to the point. Exactly, exactly. So I I recommend it. I'd give it a, I guess I'd give it like a seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Seven and a half out of ten in terms of like thriller meets comedy meets drama. I mean, yeah, for lack of a better term, honestly. He was great acting wise. He was great in Fatherhood. Right, and I mean, I like father- him better as an actor. Anyway, I agree. A lot of people do. A lot of people. Do. I mean, I I loved I 
I go in and out with his stand-ups. Um, like his one of his, his some of his original stand-ups, like uh, they're better. Like they are better. And then but like, his most recent one where he like the one He's before in a stadium that's like it's just one long joke. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. I I appreciated his like skill set to like make to pull that off. <laughs> but like. But like the in between ones, I wasn't the biggest one, biggest fans of. To be fair, I've only ever seen him act as Kevin Hart. He's only ever, you know what I mean? Like all well, he's pretty much always all Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. He's, he's pretty much always Kevin Hart. He doesn't necessarily, and I mean, especially in the new his his character's name in this new TV show is called the Kid. He's like mm. the Kid. Interesting. So it's it's not like he's, and but what's interesting is like it's framed as this whole thing where it's like, what would you do to become famous? And that's fascinating because you're like, oh, maybe Kevin Hart went through this for real. For real. I'd kill a man. Yeah, did he? So did he go through this, or did he not go through this? I say some of the stories in there I've read up on it. Some of the stories in there are from his actual experiences. Interesting. So it's not truly a true story, but it's, it's yeah based on a true story. One of those deals. Yeah, based on loose, <laughs> exclusively loose. on the based on part. Yeah, loosely based. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody for their weekly blurbs. Uh, we appreciate. Miriam for being on the mic this week. Jane, we appreciate you for for being with us for the past two weeks. And you are always welcome in the studio. And uh, other than that, before we get to ours, (laughs) Jade, where can the people find us? (laughs) Wait, what? Where can they find you? Oh, me. (laughs) Um, You can just follow me on my Instagram at LAX underscore veteran. Any yeah, you can, you can follow me on the Insta. I'm at it's I T S just J U S T M R M. So it's just Merm. And Jay, do the thing. And if you want to follow us on our Instagram, it is at Blurred Survival Guide. If you want to follow us on Twitter or TikTok, it's at Blurred Guide. You can also follow us on Facebook at Blurred Survival Guide, or you can even email us at blurredsurvivalguide at gmail.com. And if that's not enough for you, you can follow us on our personals. Mine is at JW0283. And I'm at JerryBear3295. Remember, you can shop at Redbubble at Blurred Survival Guide. And other than that, keep, keep surviving, surviving everybody. everybody. Listen to the theme song. Mine's our producer. Step into the spotlight. Survival is true. We're just coming to take a seat with the combo we provide every Tuesday. It's